Welcome and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, the Vice President of Site Engagement with SCRS. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn more about the clinical research community. Today we have Ashley Margo, the, a clinical research associate and the co-founder of Latinos in Clinical Research, here with us to share a little bit more about the Latino community and learn more about their great organization. Ashley, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. We'd love to hear a little bit more about you. Hi, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Appreciate it for having me here. So just, you know, a little bit of the background aspect. So you did mention I'm a CRA, uh, currently newly at a sponsor level now, previously for three years in CRO and before then at a hybrid site. Behind that, I have about, I would say, 11 to 12 years of clinical industry experience and a lot of organization experience even prior to LICR. So I'm very happy to have the position I have now and the stance that I have through LICR to be able to help and, and you know, bring more information to the community and research. Excellent. Thanks. And uh, really excited to have this conversation with you, Ashley. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Latinos in clinical research. Can you start us off by sharing the mission and the goals of the organization and how they support the Latino community in the clinical research field specifically? So we're about three years old, so still very new, but our mission overall is just to uh, kind of do a grassroots approach and bringing education to the community in areas of people that um, are barely learning about research, that are not aware of research of all ages uh, and uh, group ranges. Um, and also to hopefully through their teach individuals that are in other industries, such as myself, when I was in the clinical industry, to learn about how they can transfer their skills over into the clinical research industry uh, in hopes that we bring more diversity. So obviously hitting both ends, right, both on the patient end and in the industry end so that we can really kind of simultaneously uh, bring growth to both ends of research. Some of our goals at the moment is, again, just to really network, get to know the industry on the end of diversity of, you know, where organizations, zero sponsors, vendors, et cetera, where they're at in diversity, what they think diversity is as a whole, and how we can ultimately help partner and help out, right? Ideally, though, because, you know, all of the other co-founders is a total of five of us, we are obviously very, very busy in the industry ourselves, whether we are working in the industry or own businesses, etc. And so because of that, we are hoping to in the next you know, year or so gain some more sponsorship so that through those funds, we can really bring on more people to help elevate LICR and be able to do more of a full-time approach in coming in and getting to know the individuals that are really trying to get more aspect of the research industry as a whole. That's great, Ashley. And I think very, very commendable and timely for what the need is. We we could talk probably all day about yeah. the needs of the Latino community when it comes to clinical research. So it's it's refreshing and really great to hear that there's such a strong, supported and valuable organization out there that is trying to tackle some of those challenges and address them. And really, like you said, bring awareness to the DE&I issues that exist for this community. So thank you and, and kudos to your organization. 
Sure, thank you. I did want to actually mention, and I apologize for not uh, saying this earlier, Latinos in clinical research, we do have obviously the focus on Latinos because as the population, this specific group is obviously the second largest in the U.S. and continuously growing, right? There is obviously a need to address, especially when it comes to language, uh, language barrier issues. But I do want all of your followers to know that we're open to all ethnicities. Um, we do believe um, that Diversity is not, you know, boundary setting to any other ethnicities. We want and to learn and grow with everybody as a whole. And also because Latinos in Spanish, that is not the only language that we're having language barrier issues with, right? So those are just some of the things that we really like to stress very much when we speak and network to a bunch of individuals. So yes, just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Yeah, that's uh, a valuable addition there because you're right. You know, we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves into any sort of particular group. And and like you said, the Latino community and even the, the community beyond the Latino community is so broad and it, it encompasses so many different people. So thank you mm -hmm. so much for adding for sure. that additional context. Speaking of working with others, right, in collaboration and, and standing people up, how does Latinos in clinical research collaborate with other organizations and stakeholders and institutions to advance some of that rep representation that you talked about and, and boost participation of the Latino community in the, the profession of clinical research? For sure. So as I did mention, I know that a lot of the focus in the industry itself right now is bringing in Latinos, um, but are we kind of kind of dual prong it where it's both bringing individuals to maybe participate in clinical trials, but also on the educational end through the industry and just in general provide just free information for those that just randomly curious, you know, and really aren't going to do either or of the two, right? And so me, Dan, Farah, uh, Monica Cuitivac, Chris Salver and Judy Galindo. I'm fairly new compared to the rest of them, but they have been in the industry for quite some time and have came across some really amazing individuals that are doing very niche specific things within the industry that are very heavy on the helping hand end, right? And so one of the benefits about having and being in the industry for so long is the kind of connections you make. And, you know, not all of, you know, those that are trying to come in the industry have that benefit of making those connections, whether, you know, having the funds to go to the conference or in general, just coming across these individuals in a particular setting, right? And so what we're trying to do in the meantime, as we are growing is bring in those individuals that we have access to and really, you know, give them a platform to share that information. So should somebody that be watching uh, live during our monthly webinars or later when the recording, they're able to gain that access and hopefully be connected to them through, through LinkedIn or maybe an email, depending on how the guest speaker is willing to share and open their access to these members and or just, you know, uh, general individuals. So that is definitely one way. The way we're looking to collaborate more recently with, you know, like I said, sponsors and vendors, of course, is through the partnership aspect and, you know, highlighting their organizations and what they're doing out there, whether it be for site level or even just institutions altogether. But our focus really is kind of at the grassroots, right? Because it's great to highlight organizations and vendors, but the grassroots is where the issue is on every aspect, not just, you know, getting patients and patient recruitment, but also, you know, through the industry and, and hiring. And I think you guys can attest to that, right? I'm pretty sure you're hearing that through SCRS and the networking, the hiring part and just getting patients. It's just all that together is simultaneously being an issue. So 
we're really trying to do our best to kind of hit both ends. And ultimately, it comes down to providing free information, You just giving back to the community, right? Everybody needs to get back to some portion of that, giving back freely. And hopefully that will then lead to further, I guess, collaboration that might move fo- uh, forward outside of that. Thanks, Ashley. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I want to key in on a little bit is the education aspect Mm -hmm. of it. And that's so important for so many different members of diverse communities that are uh, that are out there. So it's great to hear that that is such a strong focus and emphasis for uh, Latinos in clinical research, because that really is a lot of what uh, we as an industry are focusing on and should continue to focus on for these diverse communities is just general education about what clinical research is and what it really means to be either part of that from a profession or part of it from a participant or a patient perspective as well and Mm -hmm. dispel some of those rumors and some of the misnomers or myths that exist in in clinical research and how it's not uh, the research of of old. So it's great to hear that that's such a focus for um, Latinos in clinical research. A hundred percent. And thank you. And I did want to mention that for that effort, I can't speak to other organizations, but I know that as far as LACR is concerned, because we know that education is a crucial point on all ends, and we do not charge our members. This is also why we really highly emphasize the collaboration on the sponsor of Vendor and Zero, and because of the fact that we're having an issue on the industry whole to reach these individuals that don't know, right? And so in order to get there is to make it free to everybody so that people share it and, you know, spread that information around. And ultimately that does come back and does pay back, whether it's going back to the industry as a full or coming back to the organization. And so that's how we share, right? We we make it free. Everybody is free to join and we welcome it because the more more people that we can connect with, the further that the connection can, can continue to spread. And so this is why, you know, if you are listening and would like to be a collaborator, know that this is the part of initiation that you're supporting. Awesome, Ashley. That's that's excellent and 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 so good to hear that there's mm-hmm. lower barriers to entry for the individuals that truly do need this education and these resources. So thank you for sharing that. Can you also um, maybe elaborate on uh, some of what you're doing and share some success stories or experiences that Latino professionals who have advanced their careers through Latinos in clinical research or through some of the work that you've put forward there and then, you know, kind of bringing that full circle by talking about what other lessons individuals can learn from some of those success stories. So we have many, but some of the few that have stood out that I've personally really enjoyed when they happened was one of our very first webinars, actually, I would say the first fifth or sixth one, we had quite a few attend and somebody pretty much came on the mic and said, you know what, I've been looking for for work for so long. The industry is needing individuals and I hear that all over, but nobody's picking me up. I'm not getting an interview. And so, you know, we asked like, where are you from? You know, uh, if you're free sharing your zip code, what's your zip code? And it just so happened that a few other site owners were on the call as well. And so they immediately said, hey, Uh, give me your email, we'll reach out and let's see if we can all, you know, figure something out for you. So that was, that was very beautiful to me because it's your first example of the community itself coming together and really helping somebody, right? Whether it was going to be either through internship, volunteering, opportunity, networking, et cetera. I mean, the point is that that's, 
the beauty of coming together and helping um, your community and why we want it to be free. Because if we have it free, most people will join and you just so happen to be somebody that could potentially help somebody else. So that's one of the beautiful things. Another thing that we recently had was this person donated a certain amount. And through this amount, we were able to get uh, a handful of individuals through the uh, University of Clinical Research and get them certified for a clinical trial assistant. They had no previous background. So through there, we were able to get individuals certified and now getting into the industry market. We have heard that two so far have already been um, interviewed because this just recently happened. So we were very happy about that and proud to know that we were able to connect with somebody that really felt uh, move uh, move towards what we're doing and wanted to reach out and help. So it's not necessarily just, you know, CRO sponsors and vendors that are sponsoring. These are also individuals that are really being moved by the movement and wanting to make a difference in, in the industry or through this uh, LACR community. That's so great to hear, Ashley. Really, really cool and and probably very rewarding for you and your organization to have had a hand in that and to be part of that and to be able to to rise individuals up um, from your community. So that's really, really great to hear and uh, always good to hear success stories. For sure. Thank you. So, Ashley, looking Mm -hmm. then now towards the future, what are some of Latinos in clinical research is long-term goals, or I guess, how do you envision the organization's impact on the Latino community and clinical research as a whole going forward? So there's many things that we have thought on, right? So we know that there are other organizations out there right now, diverse organizations that have really gotten a foothold and their focuses, for example, one of them might be, you know, just really honing in on just getting individuals in the industry, getting them hired, which is amazing and very great. We like that idea and that is definitely a focus, but I think it's broader in the aspect that we really want to have real conversations with organizations that are either at our tier or higher, speak with sponsors, kind of have a presence in these organizations. Uh, One of the things that we've done recently as of last year is we were, during the Hispanic Culture Month, we were able to come in and speak to really big CROs and sponsors, speak to their entire organization live, and really just hone in on information that they should be aware of. And so that's one aspect to kind of bring the know and the the know about the organization, but also about the diversity and the difficulties because we may be in the industry, but a lot of individuals, you know, we go in and out, uh, we have a nine to five or eight to five, however you like to put it, and we have family. And so it's very easy to kind of get stuck in that. And so it's helpful when you have organizations like us come in and actually speak openly. We really want to connect with other organizations and come together as a whole to maybe create some sort of an an industry standard, right? Because it's it's good to highlight different populations, different ethnicity groups, of course, but I do think, and I truly feel, speaking for myself here, that every ethnicity, every background, regardless of what you are, is important, right? Uh, Whether you're in a minority or not. And so I think that having this industry standard is really, really important to to kind of come in and maybe if there's some huge change that's happening, say to the FDA or anything like that, you know, having an actual one main group coming in and saying, hey, can you come and speak to this group? We have all representation here. 
let's let's talk openly about how we feel individually, but also how we can come collectively together. And so ideally, that's the bigger picture that we're we're coming to because you know we can focus on different niche issues and areas but that is still not making the change that needs to happen as a whole in this industry and so LACR really has that kind of long-term goal and that's really what we're focusing on at the moment. That's amazing, Ashley, and Mm -hmm. such a great way for us to round out the conversation. So many exciting advances and strategies that LACR is going to be embarking on in the future. So thank you Mm -hmm. uh, for sharing those and and really excited to see what you all are are going to be doing over the next couple of years, Mm -hmm. because it's such an important group of individuals, such an important, diverse population for us to make sure feel included, feel valued in the clinical research profession and in their participation in our clinical trial. So again, commendable job and commendable work that you all have embarked on. And I'm, again, looking forward to seeing some more of you in the future. So thank, thank you, you for being here. Thank you for sharing your insights with us today and a little bit more about your organization. For sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. For those that are listening Please do make sure that you register for our upcoming summits being held throughout the year by visiting the summit page on our website, myscrs.org. While you're on our website, be sure to also check out other SCRS publications that we have made for our community in the publications of myscrs.org as well. And don't forget to also jump over to Latinos in Clinical Research website and Facebook page and check out the amazing work that they continue to do. We appreciate everyone's participation in today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content coming out soon. Thanks for listening.